0: You're listening to Ed Curation, the podcast where teachers talk curriculum. We make it easier for educators to find the resources they need to create fresh, lively and authentic learning. Welcome to another edition of Ed Curation, where teachers talk curriculum. Today, I'm excited to have a principal here on the show. I'm pleased to welcome Tamara Spidel from Buffalo Trail Elementary School in Cherry Creek. Tamara is the principal of the school and she is here today to talk to us about Class Composer. Welcome, Tamara. Thank you. It's great to be here. So for our listeners, tell us how long you've been working in education and what do you love about your work that keeps you in this field?
1: Wow, I think this is my 24th year in education and You know, obviously, I think like most people, what got me into it was just I love kids and making a difference for kids. I had some amazing champions as a student myself, you know, going up through the ranks of school who really believed in me and wouldn't let me give up on me. And so I kind of wanted to pay it forward and do that for for some other students. I think that's kind of how I fell into this. And I love that, you know, there's always new ways of doing things. Things are always changing. And I think that's what kind of helps to keep me invigorated and staying in it. Yes, I agree. So as a principal, you're responsible
0: for... Along with championing for students that need that extra motivation and support, you're also responsible for supporting all of the teachers, not only with teaching and learning resources, but also just tools to help the whole school run well. And so one of those resources that you use is a tool called Class Composer. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Yes, I love Class Composer. My husband and I joke about how this may have saved our marriage. (laughs) Because I would highly involve myself in the creation of class lists as we move from one school year to another. My school, we tend to have between 650 and 700 kids, you know, so that's at least five sections of every grade level, K through five. And so I love Class Composer because it helps us to create well-balanced class lists with specific indicators and and considerations that we want to put into place that really match with our values as a school and even as a district.
0: And so how does it do that? How does it help you create those well-balanced lists and how how do you indicate these specific indicators? How do you use the program?
1: Sure. So it's all online. And so teachers can, I would say the the first year that you use it, there's a little bit of a time commitment up front as teachers are entering in their students. So let's say I am a third grade teacher. I go in to class composer and I enter back in the day, we used to use index cards, right? So it's basically like an online index card. There's information you fill out about each of the students. So I would go in, I would make a quote-unquote card for each one of my students with what we choose to do at, at our school, because this is a value to us, is we also, in addition to including, you know, the simple things like name and how are they doing academically and reading, writing, and math, we also have some other indicators that we include specifically around what ethnicity or race a student is listed in our school system, because I had a really powerful moment with a student several years ago who was a black boy, and he and I were having a conversation in my office just about something that had happened to him with a peer, and he opened up to me and he said, Mrs. Spidell, there is nobody else who looks like me in my class. And it still gives me goosebumps when I think about that conversation that I had with that boy and i was like oh my gosh you know we have lots of you know we we do have lots of students of color but to hear him say like in his specific classroom he really did feel like he was the only kid who looked like him that was just kind of this monumental eye opening moment for me and from that point forward and i told his mom this too and i said your your child he schooled me today and he taught the principal something and I want you to know that I'm changing a practice in our building because of this conversation with your child. And now that's one of the indicators we use when we're creating class lists is we never want a student to sit in a class where they feel like I'm the only one who looks like me in here. So we can do that. We can, you know, there's also information on, you know, if the student is on a read plan, if the student has an IEP, all of these different indicators, there's a a scale to rate you know how are they behaviorally? And then once you have all of your, you know, if I have all of my class loaded in and all my teammates now in my grade level have it loaded in, when the principal clicks it over to say, okay, let's start composing class lists for next year, it automatically will kind of redistribute and generate random lists. Oh, the other thing that's really great you can put in is also, let's say Sally and Susie have had I don't know, maybe some, some drama between the two of them and they don't get along and they need to not be in the same class together next year. You can put that kind of information in it as well. And so class composer takes into all of these different factors that you put in and it'll create, boom, here's a class list for you. Here's, you know, separated into however many sections you deem you're going to have. And then you still can move kids around. You can still Swap kids in and out, but it does all of that heavy lifting for you right at the front.
0: Wow. So I would imagine this would save you and your teachers <laughs> a ton of time. A ton. Yes. Yeah. It, it, can you quantify it at all?
1: Gosh, I, I wish I would have because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a number, but I mean, it's it's huge because, and, and I think the other thing too is as a principal, I, and I still do maintain a huge fat file folder in my office as I would work with kids throughout the years, you know, I get to know a student potentially for six years. They're with us from kindergarten through fifth grade if they stay with us the whole time. And I would remember things previously to having class composer, I would have to like keep these notes separated by years in this big fat file folder of Sally and Susie can't be together. And let me try to remember that every year after year after year. But Class Composer will hang on to that for us. So we just put it in the one time. And as long as that kid stays with us and we don't delete their card because they've moved away, I don't have to always remember all of that all the time, which is such a relief.
0: (laughs) Incredible. So it sounds like a tool that would be used mostly kind of in the late spring or early summer. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I would say, but during the year, I I will remind our teachers occasionally throughout the year to say, hey, you know, as we get to the end of a trimester, for example, this might be a great time to go look in at the information you have on a student, see if there's anything you want to update or change, because there's little note sections too where, you know, we could keep notes about, you know, sometimes a teacher and a family maybe weren't such a great fit. And so maybe it's important to know that, hey, this. The student shouldn't be with this teacher later on, you know. You can kind of keep these little notes in there. Interesting. So,
0: does class composer integrate with your student information system, or is it all kind of manual input and customizable in that way?
1: It does not talk with our student information system. I don't know if it does with others, but it doesn't the the uh-huh. one that we use in our uh-huh. district.
0: But it still saves you time. Oh my gosh! You input yes. it once and. Uh-huh.
1: I feel the kindergarten teachers have to, you know, they have to enter those kids every year. So probably kindergarten has to do the most front loading. And then because they'll just keep rolling, you know, as long as kids stay with us, they roll up to the next grade level. And so then teachers just have to make sure that they remember to input any new students that they have that, you know, that they've gotten mid-year or whatever, or that weren't with us last year that started in the new year. So I do, I do feel for my kindergarten team because they have to do the bulk of that. They have to do that every year. But
0: they'd be doing it anyway, even if they didn't have Class Composer. They just- Absolutely. It. The <laughs> yeah.
1: That is so true. Yeah. And it doesn't give us as, you get a better return on that investment of time with Class Composer uh-huh. for sure.
0: And so we've heard that you like it because it helps you kind of create a more diverse and equitable class assignment. It can help kind of balance your classes. It saves you time. Is there any other reason that you haven't mentioned that that makes you like Class
1: Composer? I think that the thing I like about it too is that you can, so, and I will tell you in the situation that we're in right now with every school district kind of being suddenly submerged into remote or distance learning, what is great (laughs) and <laughs> I've been having some conversations with my colleagues right now telling them, you got to get Class Composer because they're kind of in panic mode knowing we're coming up to, you know, springtime and we have to start doing class lists and they're still doing the index card system. So the fact that this is something that can be done from anywhere, you know, usually our teachers would still get together in the classroom and kind of look at it together, they would project it and, and kind of have Class Composer do its random generating of class lists. And then they would they could sit and, you know, discuss the kids and make changes and swaps if they needed to. They can still do that now. They just, you know, they don't have to be in the same room, which is good because we can't right now. But I think just that flexibility in when teachers are able to get together to do that, or you know, I think that that is a, an added component that we didn't really think about when we first started mm-hmm. looking into it.
0: And so is it cloud-based so that they could be logging in from home and like on a Zoom meeting and share their Google Hangouts and kind of share their screen and look at it together? Yes, it is. Yeah. How
1: wonderful. So who would you recommend check out Class Composer? I would recommend any elementary school right now check it out if they don't have a system because I can't say enough great things about the power in this particular tool and just the ease of which it helps create those class lists.
0: How did you first learn about it?
1: Oh my goodness. Years ago, I went to a leadership academy training through the Toynton Institute and the organizer of those professional learning courses, she sent an email out to former graduates of the program. And she kind of just sort of mentioned it in her email to say, hey, you know, there's this up and coming grassroots kind of company that might help you with class list. And it was literally at the time where I was I don't know how many times I said, somebody has to have invented an app for this. Like, this is ridiculous. And then this email uh-huh. fell into my lap and I jumped on it and I reached out to Mike and just said, I heard about this. Can you tell me more? Because this sounds like the thing I have been dreaming and wishing for, for my entire principal career. <laughs> it's
0: exciting to hear you that you have found such a much needed tool for making the end of the year and the planning for the next year go so much easier and faster. Is there another tool that you're wishing that you have now that you don't have? And the reason why I ask is because here at Ed Curation, we curate a bunch of different resources, curriculum resources and EdTech resources and just tools to help students succeed better and to help make teachers' jobs easier and more effective. So if there's any other tool that that you're wishing that was out there, I'd love to help try to find it for you, or maybe we already have it, or we can go on the hunt.
1: Well, I think this is probably more of a, a timely issue. I think probably ways to have our students interacting with each other in a safe environment where they online platform. I know I'm, Of course, my head is just really in the situation that we're all living right now and how I've seen the joy in faces on kids when they're participating in, say, like a Zoom class meeting. And we would love for some more secure, you know, (laughs) COPPA-appropriate online resources that kids can interact with and and be able to interact in a safe way face-to-face with their peers and their teachers that, you know, are, I guess, more easily accessible. And I'm really doing a lot of thinking about that social-emotional component that kids are maybe not getting fed as well in the environment that we're kind of in right now. So something that could Mm -hmm. possibly address that. I don't even know what it would be, really.
0: (laughs) Right. And so is your district one of the districts that has not made Zoom available to students because of some issues of privacy?
1: Well, no, we haven't completely put the kibosh on it. But there are some other platforms that we say maybe you should consider these first, but if you are going to use zoom make sure that you're following these particular security guidelines. Yeah, well, that's
0: a good question. I know there are some video conferencing solutions out there that are designed specifically for schools, but it, I feel like the most of the schools I'm talking to are using either Google Hangouts or Zoom, but I will I will put on my hunting cap and, and go and look camera and see if I can find something that I can recommend to you awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your love for Class Composer. And I hope we can help make other principals' lives easier and save other marriages with this (laughs) time-saving tool. I really appreciate your time today.
1: Absolutely. It was a pleasure. And, you know, I'm happy to hopefully get this out to other principals as a resource for them to use too, because it really was everything I had been looking for and it just kind of fell into my lap at the right time.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Thank you, Tamara.
0: Thank you for listening to Ed Curation. We hope you learned something today about a curriculum resource that produces fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Check out edcuration.com to find out more That's E-D-C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N dot com.